You're listening to the So You Think You're Intuitive podcast, a podcast to help you reactivate, grow, and trust your intuition so you can live a more empowered and connected life. Join me, Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, every Wednesday for inspired conversations, guidance, and practical tips on how you can work with your intuition in your everyday life. Because who doesn't want to trust their intuition more? Welcome back to So You Think You're Intuitive. I'm Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, taking you on this journey to reactivate and trust your intuition. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. So, think you're intuitive. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. Welcome to this community. Um, welcome to, yeah, sharing everything intuition, talking about everything intuition, and what it means to be a modern day intuitive living in our world today. It is September. Thank you to everyone who has sent your messages in about the September upgrade message, how you have been resonating with the channeled message of September, where the theme that was channeled through was anchoring in, anchoring in. And yeah, we are really being called to anchor in this month. And if you haven't had a listen, go and have a listen. I really recommend it. If some people I know wait till the end of the month to listen and kind of reflect and be like, oh yeah, that fits. But the real point of these channeled messages is to listen at the start of the month if possible. So yeah, it can help you and guide you through the month so you don't feel like you're alone or you're going crazy or that you think, you know, what is going going on right now. These messages are here as a tool to help you go through the month. So I wanted to share with you some of my learnings so far on what anchoring in means for me. And when this, yeah, when this episode goes out, I'm recording it the weekend before, but this goes out on the 11th, Wednesday 11th. And I have had some real wake-up calls and moments already this month around the theme. And in the channeled message, I talk about restructure. I talk about that we're being called to anchor ourselves into this plane, into this planet, into this earth and our bodies because we are in a time of restructure and change and transformation and reordering. And for me, this has been showing up that I really love structure. I am a Virgo rising, but I love structure. Structure is really important for me. And sometimes I can grip a little bit too tight on the structure. And instead of being uncomfortable in the nothing and in the stillness, I will do and create and make things happen instead of being in the stillness and in the surrender and in the nothingness. So I'm in this space right now where I am relearning old patterns, old ways of being, 
of making things happen versus receiving and me being comfortable of anchoring into this plane and not going to search for things to make things happen and anchoring into the unknown and me being all right with that. And this has shown up because I used to be a producer. I used to work in film where that was what I did. I made things happen for people. If things weren't going right or the impossible seemed not possible, I'd be like, hey, I've got that. I can do that. I'll show you I can make this happen. And I'm type A, so I would just do, do and do. And I've spent most of my life being a producer or striving for a goal or striving for something to achieve. And my relearning within this anchoring is that I need to be okay with my own inner self and switch off from the exterior goals and switch off from the exterior structures and really bring it back to the simple things of being still and allowing things and being in the surrender and that it's okay and it's okay not to have all the answers and and have it all there and yeah and surrendering up and it's funny how this shows up in music or books I realized that one of my favorite songs growing up and in fact it's a song that I'd have playing at my funeral potentially which sounds all very macabre but I love the song by U2 which is called Running to Stand Still and it's such a beautiful song and I've loved it since I was in my teens and my parents used to play it yeah and it's a song yeah running to stand still and I was listening to the track the other day and I was listening to the words and I was really like oh isn't it interesting that this song that I really relate to whether even the title running to stand still is yeah we're all running to stand still to be we think we're going to get to an end point and a journey and everything's going to be there that's going to be this stillness and we're running towards it but actually it's about how we can find the stillness and the connection to self and our own inner power and the love that we have for ourselves and it's not about the running it's about the stillness so yeah, that's a little bit of musing of what's been going on for me so far in September. And I know things are going to evolve and shift and grow and transform, but I'm really surrendering up into the awkwardness of not having a plan and not having the structure when there is this big restructure transformation energy going down and that is one of my learnings for um, the month is actually to break down the structure and to break down this need of doing yeah so I was chatting with a friend in New Zealand who I haven't spoken to in ages and we used to work together in film and she was in Oz and now she's back in New Zealand where she was born and she's a Kiwi and she mentioned this book called The Overstory by Richard Powers and I'm only a couple of chapters in but I really wanted to share it with you if you are looking for a book this month to really help anchor you in. It is absolutely 
so beautifully written and has so many powerful messages. It gives me goosebumps just talking about this. It is such a beautiful book and it's really connected to nature and the power of trees and trees seeing history and being part of history. Yeah, and how and the connectedness. It is such a beautiful book. If you are looking for a book this September, I highly recommend it. I will put a link in the show notes to the book because it's so beautiful and I'm not even halfway through yet. So I want to do a couple of announcements that I am hosting a couple of online events this month, which if you're looking for some guidance um, to anchor you in this month, these are here to support you. So if you are listening to this on Wednesday when this episode airs this evening, I am hosting a Trust Your Feeling Gifts online circle and if you can't join live tonight no worries but there is a replay that's going to go out to everyone so if you're listening and like oh I'm busy tonight but I'd still like to do it if you head to the link in the show notes now you can still buy a ticket to join and you will get the replay just after the circle is finished but a little bit about the circle so working with our feeling gifts to receive guidance is a key part of working with our intuition. But sometimes we can doubt and trust our feeling gifts. So this circle this evening is going to help you to trust and work out what your feeling gifts are. And if you consider yourself an empath or a highly sensitive person, this circle is basically going to help you navigate your heightened feelings and how you can use these gifts as a superpower instead of feeling overwhelmed by the emotions you're tapping into. And this is why learning to work with your feeling gifts is so key because it can feel so daunting and overwhelming and like make you feel like you don't even want to. So this evening I'm going to be channeling messages from Spirit for the group. I'm going to be taking us on a feeling guided meditation and I'm going to be sharing practical tools and guidance on how you can develop these feeling gifts and work out your messages from too. Like in the end it's all about great, I'm feeling this, but what does it mean? So yeah, I'm going to be guiding the group through that. So it is $25. There's going to be a link in the show notes of how you can join this evening. I am really looking forward to it. So if you're feeling called, please join me this evening. And the other event that I have coming up this month is I am hosting a Heal Your Ancestor Story Live online workshop and it is going to be on Saturday 21st of September. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, over the summer in July, I launched a Heal Your Ancestor Story workshop and I felt called this month to do a online in-person part of this workshop live with you so that you can look at your ancestor story, look at some of the blocks and the themes and the patterns that you're experiencing so that you can break through them. And I'm also going to be sharing 
one-on-one messages to people, letting them know what the ancestor story is, some of the blocks they're experiencing. And I know that ancestors are going to want to step forward and give messages too. So yeah, this um, online event is basically to help you to begin to heal your ancestor story. I'm going to channel messages for the group and there is an opportunity of a heal your ancestor story live reading and you will also be connecting to your ancestors. If this is something that you feel you might want to know more about, I'm going to put a link to the event in the show notes because there's a lot more detail on the actual RSVP page so that you can access that. Yeah, it is $55 to join and it's on Saturday 21st of September at 10 a.m. PST. And as always, there is going to be a replay. So if you can't join live, you can still join and do the replay. Okay, so it's now time for us to dive into talking about what people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition. Um, There's a lot out there around all the positive things and how you can connect, but there are a lot of truths around connecting to our gifts that aren't being spoken about. So this episode is dedicated to the things that yeah kind of get brushed aside when we talk about connecting to our guides or connecting to working with our gifts or working in a intuitive business. So to do this I basically channeled and wrote down all of the things that wanted to come out and I'm looking forward to sharing them with you. So here goes. One thing that people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition is the truth of a spiritual reactivation. You might hear this in the spiritual community as an awakening, that you're having a spiritual awakening. And a lot of the time, this is described as this amazing, beautiful process where you feel connected to yourself and you're bringing in all the light and all the magic and all the wonder. And by doing this, you're going to manifest bringing in your dream house, your dream partner, your dream career. And it's all this kind of very glossy, rose-tinted glasses of what it's actually about. Because a spiritual reactivation, I like to call it a spiritual reactivation instead of a spiritual awakening, because I describe it that these gifts are being reactivated within you. There's something that you're born with and you are just reactivating them. But a spiritual reactivation can be tough. It is not all love and light. It is a time when you are forced to really look at yourself and it can happen during times of loss, grief, and where you feel like you are losing everything. And a time when you're being forced to look at yourself and really look at what's important, what you love, what you don't. Um, It's a time where there can be changes in friendships, relationships, they can end, there can be sudden endings. And during this time, it can be that you've got this big group of friends and then suddenly you don't feel like you fit in and you don't feel like you want to be with them anymore. And a lot of the time during a reactivation, it can feel like a bit of a mini death and rebirth, a death of the ego, a death of the self, and you're rediscovering who you are. And it's also a time when you realize 
you can't unsee what you've been shown. And it's like, can I go back to that where I was just like, oh, where everything was just one way. And sometimes it can feel like that. It's like, do I want to go back to what it was before? I don't feel like that. But I remember during the time and during the process, I was, yeah, my own spiritual reactivation. I was like, oh my gosh, can I go backwards now? But obviously, you can't. Um, I have a whole episode called What is Your Spiritual Reactivation? I think it is episode two or three of the podcast. I'll put it in the show notes as a link. But if you want to know more of the detail on my spiritual reactivation and what happened during my journey and some of the actual physical and emotional symptoms in a lot of detail, go and have a listen to that episode. It will really give you some insight. But you can, you can be experiencing physical symptoms that might not make any sense. So, for example, heart fluttering, dizziness, crazy dreams, feeling more tired, change of food sensitivities, just general changes in the body, feeling bloated, third eye stretching, ear ringing. These are just a few And some of the other symptoms are like suddenly realizing and seeing the world in a whole new world, seeing the beauty of the world, but also seeing the pain and suffering. And also during the spiritual reactivation, you might feel called to want to make a difference. But yeah, go and have a listen to the spiritual reactivation episode because it's just a reminder that the spiritual reactivation, it's not all love and light. And by saying, I'm having this awakening, isn't life amazing? Be really aware of people when they say that, when they're like, I'm having this amazing awakening journey. Be aware because they might be spiritually bypassing because this is a time to look at the shadow, to look at the blocks, to set yourself free so that you can really begin to heal and transform and step into who you are and what you're about. Which brings me on to the next point. What people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition is spiritual bypassing. Working with your intuition and connecting to your gifts isn't going to fix everything in your life and make it all better like a magic wand. It just doesn't work that way. By believing that connecting to your intuition is going to transform you overnight isn't the case. It is not love and light intuition. Actually, this gives you the amazing opportunities I just said to look at the shadow, to look at the blocks, to look at trauma that's unresolved in your body, connected to your family, connected to your ancestral lineage, connected to past lives, whatever that may be for you. You are being given an opportunity to heal and return to the self. So really be aware of news outlets, celebrities, key thought leaders in the spiritual world, um, where they're not talking about the shadow and they're just talking about light worker this, light worker that. That of course light work is important, but there is a balance between light work and shadow work. We live in a world of duality and the shadow can be so transformative. In fact, more transformative than focusing on the love and light. So 
notice when you're going through a spiritual reactivation or even if you're a seasoned intuitive always keep bringing it back to yourself and ask yourself am I spiritually bypassing on this am I skirting around this instead of really looking at the root cause or the things beneath the surface am I just pretending that I'm happy and I'm putting a smiley face on it because I might have energy cleared using my sage bundle or I've got my crystals so everything is fine like it just doesn't work like that and talking about sage bundles white sage is endangered and it's also cultural appropriation it's smudging comes from the indigenous tribes and we need to be aware and educate ourselves on the use of white sage smudging and the connection to the indigenous ritual that has been done for hundreds of years around this this is not a new thing. I'm learning on a day-to-day basis around the cultural appropriation of language and practices within the spiritual community. And yeah, this spiritual bypassing of, oh, I smudged my apartment, so everything's fine. Even using the word smudge, I've really stopped using the word smudge. I'm now using the word energy clear because smudging isn't part of my lineage. So the next thing of what people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition is that sometimes you're not going to get instant answers all the time. Some days you're going to get absolutely nothing and that's okay. Sometimes we are being asked to sit in the unknown, like I was describing at the start of the episode. We are not going to get all the answers, all the time. You might ask your guides for a message, you might ask your guides for a sign and you will get absolutely nothing. It will sound, it will feel like crickets and you're like, okay, this is weird. Why am I not getting anything? Am I doing something wrong? Should I ask for, should I have asked for a different sign? You can start to doubt and question yourself and question your own gifts and your own talents. And you might suddenly be like, actually, am I, am I intuitive? Am I psychic? Or am I just making all of this up? No, you're not. And even though we can be intuitive, we're not going to get messages all the time. I don't get messages all the time and it is really learning to trust and surrender and that sometimes the learning and the guidance is knowing nothing. And when that's happening for you, the thing that I've learned is go and do something else, go and focus on something different. Don't focus on the answer that you want to come through or the area of your life that you're really focusing on that you really want guidance on. Just leave it, let it be. Go and do something else, go and be something else, go and read a book, go and cook, go and do exercise. Whatever you can do to refocus and reframe around that is really key. Just giving yourself a reframe and just being like, it's okay. I don't need to know that because we're not always going to know everything. Even if we have amazing hearing, seeing, knowing, feeling gifts, it's okay. We, we're not supposed to know everything. Which leads me on to my next point. What people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition is that you will not get a solid blueprint of your journey. We're here to walk this path. When you connect to your guides, when you connect to your intuition, they're not going to say, 
okay, so next Tuesday you're going to do this and then this is going to happen in three weeks time and this will happen in two months time and then you're going to meet this person and then you're going to get married to them and this is going to be your dream job and you're going to get paid X amount of money. It doesn't work that way. We are here to learn. We're here to evolve. We're here to walk this life journey. I always like to use the example that five years ago, I wasn't even doing this work full time. I came to Canada working in film, knowing that I wanted to stay. If you'd have said that I'd be doing what I'm doing now five years ago, I would have laughed and I would have said, no way, that's not true. How on earth is that ever going to happen? And that's the beauty of having a human experience. So if you are connecting to your intuition to get a solid blueprint of your journey, just it's not going to happen that way. So release that expectation, let that go and know that working with your intuition is here to help guide you, to give you that inner confidence, to let you know what might be coming up for you and to look at the signs and the feelings and what lights you up. But you will not get an exact plan or a blueprint of the exact journey that you're here to go on. Which brings me to the next point. What people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition is that you will make mistakes. We are spiritual beings having a human journey and we will all make mistakes. And sometimes, and this is the confusing bit, we get a message and we act upon it, but it doesn't work out. And then we're like, well, why did spirit give me that message to do something? Why did you ask me to do this if it wasn't going to work out? Aren't you just supposed to give me messages and for it to be perfect and right? And like amazing things are always supposed to happen off the back of the messages that you give me. That's been one of my biggest learnings is that working with spirit isn't for perfectionism. It's not about being perfect because you will make mistakes and the journey that they're leading you on where something doesn't work out are the key learning points that you have to learn from to do things differently and sometimes these mistakes that's where the gems come out that's where you really like oh this is what's important for me oh this need to happen oh you got me to do this because I needed to experience that job, that relationship, those feelings, those emotions, so I could get clear on what I don't want, so that what I do want becomes really, really clear and visible. I've had that a lot recently, actually, where I've had some instances, some, and I've talked about this in a couple of previous episodes, where I was approached to do some TV stuff, actually, And it wasn't fitting, even though it would have been seen on the exterior as like an amazing opportunity, because it didn't sit with my vision and values. And I had to go through that experience for me to be like, oh, no, this isn't aligned. But I know what I would love to do in the future that will feel aligned. So, yeah, it's all about trusting the journey and not 
being a perfectionist and making mistakes with your intuition. I make mistakes on my intuition all the time and it's part of the learning. You're not going to get everything right and don't beat yourself up about it. Don't feel like you failed or you don't think you're a good enough intuitive or psychic because you didn't get the message right. That is all part of the learning process and just, yeah, we're here to learn and I know that I'm learning on a daily basis. What people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition is it can make you feel alone. Yeah, sometimes we can feel really alone working with our gifts, that it feels like we're different or that we're separate or that we don't fit in, especially during that reactivation time where it can feel like you're really separating from friends, family, um, relationships that don't understand you anymore. So if you are experiencing this right now and you feel alone and you feel isolated, this is partly why this community is here and this podcast is here so that you don't feel alone. But if you're craving something in person in your community, go and have a look of what is being offered around you that you can, where you can meet up with like-minded people and so that you don't feel so alone. I know that even now, sometimes I have days where I feel alone and isolated with with my gifts and that it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, just trust feeling alone, but also don't feel like you have to stay in this place of being alone. Reach out to people, find things that are happening locally that you can, you know, talk about spirit, talk about intuition, um, so that you can feel like you're part of something and not feeling alone. Oh, and one other point on that It's funny that sometimes we can feel alone, but we also need to remember that we have spirit and our guides and our ancestors and our teachers all around us. And when we are feeling alone, connecting to our intuition, we can call on them to support us and give us that extra pump up so that we don't feel alone and isolated. And that's what part of my mission is, is that we don't want to feel alone and not part of society as intuitive psychics. So yeah, that is part of all of it. So what people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition is sometimes none of it makes sense and you don't have to try and make perfect sense out of it. What I mean by this is you might get an intuitive hit or an intuitive message and your human brain is going to want to make perfect sense out of it. It's going to want to find something logical. It's going to want to make it real. And you know that you can't, but you know you have to follow the message and the guidance. And that is okay. Working with our intuition sometimes doesn't feel tangible, but you know it to be true. A feeling, something that you know you have to take action on based on a message and trust it. Trust, 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 because sometimes our intuition, our intuitive guidance will not make sense. And sometimes it's good that it doesn't make sense because our ego mind can kick in and try and make sense out of it. And that's not the point of working with our intuition. It is about 
listening, being in the flow, taking action, and nine times out of 10, those messages that you're getting will not make any sense. For example, something like that with me has been like not doing one-on-ones. Like, hey Nat, don't do one-on-ones anymore. It's not aligned. And I know that at the time I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why are you, why are we doing this? But as the time unfolds, it is slowly beginning to make sense why I have stopped doing the one-on-ones. Right, what's next on my list? Oh yeah. What people don't talk about when connecting to our intuition is that we can use our gifts to heal the present. It's not just about future telling. This keeps coming around in my sphere right now. We can connect with our intuition and work with our guides and connect with our feeling, knowing, hearing, seeing gifts to heal the present, to look at the blocks, to look at our shadow, to look at the things that are triggering us so that we can heal the present and so that we can step into the future and know what is possible. So if you're practicing working with your intuition, don't always be asking your guides for future things or pulling cards, tarot cards, oracle cards for the future, what's coming up for you. Actually change it and ask yourself, ask your guides, ask the oracle cards, ask your tarot cards, what do I need to heal right now in the present moment? What is holding me back? What do I need to look at? What support do I need right now? Ask yourself these questions versus continually asking yourself about the future. Next of what people don't talk about, free will versus intuition. You always have free will. There's always free will. You can get intuitive guidance from going to see a psychic or a healer or another intuitive or even the messages that you receive for yourself, whether it's through hearing, seeing, or cards, or different tools, you always have free will. You can always take a different path, a different way. You always have free will, and that is so important to remember. Nothing is set in stone. You know, this is here as a guide, but you can go and do something different. You can you can always go and do something different. Free will does exist within all of this work within working with your intuition. The next thing I want to talk about is for some people, it doesn't feel like an intuitive gift. It can actually feel like a burden or an overwhelm. So the label of intuitive gifts for some of us might not even fit at all. And these feelings, sensations, hearing gifts, the things that you're experiencing, yeah, it can be the end of relationships. It can make you see the world in new ways. It can be that you might not feel in control of your intuition. So they, the, you know, spirit might be coming to you at different times of the day, different times of the evening, kind of trying to interrupt you. You might be feeling and hearing and just Everything, oh, it can be so overwhelming when it first comes on. And even if you're, you've been intuitive for ages, it can feel really overwhelming. And it is about acknowledging that it can be a journey and a process to see them as gifts. And it is about you learning to reclaim 
your power over them and sometimes not feeling that spirit run the show or run you or that you're not in charge of them and that you're just this door opener, this conduit source, this channel that, you know, can happen wherever, you know, whenever to whoever, whenever something happens. And yeah, so for you, if you're experiencing this, this podcast, these episodes are here to help you reclaim your power. And hey, and if you don't feel like your intuition is a gift right now, that's okay. Like it's all a journey. And if you, if it feels like a burden or an overwhelm, or it's something that you kind of really wish you didn't have, or you wanted to be able to put in a box and just forget about it, this podcast is here to help you. This community is here to help you. The online circles are here to help you with that but don't feel like you have to label them as a gift if you don't feel that way. There is one more thing I wanted to share on what people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition is intuition isn't one size fits all. We all experience our intuition in different ways. We all have a special, unique way that is just for us of connecting to your intuition. So don't feel, again, it's like this blue, you know, this idea of it being a blueprint. It is not a blueprint. And anything that I'm sharing on this podcast or that you're reading elsewhere, take what resonates for you and what feels good for you and leave the rest behind. Don't try and force it to fit you because this person said to do it this way and another person said to do it that way. It is a journey and an evolution of looking at what works for you, what doesn't. And even in my own personal intuition journey, it changes. Like how I connect to my intuition is is changing right now. How spirit connected with me six months ago isn't working in the same way that it used to. And it is about trusting and surrendering but also giving yourself the opportunity to discover what intuition means for you, how you like to connect with spirit, source, whatever human label you want to put on all of this work. But yeah, finding what feels good for you is the main goal. Listening to your heart space, what feels right for you how it shows up, writing, creating, painting, cooking, being out in nature, facilitating healers for others, facilitating your own healing. You don't also have to create an intuitive business out of this. There's a pressure right now that if you love to do something, you have to create a side hustle or a side income or make it into a business. And that isn't the case. You can just connect your intuition because you love to do it and it helps you and it guides you and you feel empowered and that is enough. So for anyone listening to this, don't feel pressured to create a side hustle out of connecting to your intuition. So if you love to learn the tarot or you're really enjoying working with an oracle deck or you're really enjoying channeling for you and that feels good, don't feel pressured that you have to create it into a business or make money out of it. You don't have to do that at all. And if you enjoy giving messages to your friends or testing out your skills on other people, yeah, do it and 
do it for fun, do it because it lights you up, do it because you find enjoyment out of it, not just to make money from it. Because there is a lot of pressure out there to turn our hobbies and passions into side hustles. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these points of what people don't talk about when connecting to your intuition. You know, so why bother connecting to your intuition? Because it's a gift that you have and it will help guide you on this life journey. It is going to help you feel more empowered. It's going to lead you on a journey where there will be mistakes and there will be lows and there will be highs along the way but working with these gifts can really help empower you and empower other people around you so that you can feel more connected to who you are and what you're about and that is really why we connect our intuition it is part of being human beings spiritual beings on this human plane And I hope that this podcast and this community can support you on this journey so you don't feel alone so much and that you feel connected uh, to a community. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review. Give it a five-star review on iTunes. Share it with a friend or a family member that you might feel would like to listen to this especially anyone who is going through a spiritual reactivation or is new to working with their intuition and don't forget go and have a listen to the september upgrade message it will support you this month and if you feel called join me for the trust your feeling gift circle or the heal your ancestor story live event on Saturday, 21st of September, I realize they've been saying 22nd, but it's not. It's the 21st. So Saturday, 21st, Heal Your Ancestor Story Live. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. I will be back next week with another episode. Bye.